0: Welcome back to Life Vocabulary, the podcast. I am Serena Hussein, and I'm, I'm quite committed to doing this reading and review of the new book by Rick Rubin. It's called The Creative Act, A Way of Being and I'm so excited about this. Um, it's said to be almost like the handbook that the artist's way became for creatives and so I am really excited to get into this. Um, it's divided into, how many chapters is it? I believe 78, and he calls them 78 areas of thought. Um, and so I'm going to read from it and talk about it while I read it. Um, so let's go. So I opened the book up. It's a wonderful hardcover. And... Um, with like a fabric feel and it's grey and it looks like there's a big black kind of vinyl design on it Um, but that could mean so many things and so it 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 starts with a quote and the quote is the object isn't to make art it's to be in that wonderful state which makes art inevitable and that's by Robert Henri Um, Then we see the table of contents. And so we have 78 areas of thought. And then we start, we start, and it starts with Nothing in this book is known to be true. It's a reflection on what I've noticed, not facts so much as thoughts. Some ideas may resonate, others may not. A few may awaken and in a knowing you forgot you had, use what's helpful, let go of the rest. Each of these moments is an invitation to further inquiry, looking deeper, zooming out or in, opening possibilities for a new way of being. Ooh, I have to admit that I love how all of this is couched into a way of being and how it's about addressing your state first and then the creation after so we can get into these productive states of mind where we think we have to do rather than be and when we are being is when we really experience creating so I love how there's this distinction very separate kind of very I would say profound profound distinction being made here for us to first be be in the moment experience what that is like and then you know, before you know it, before your mind can even realize or try and orchestrate something to happen, you are in that flow and you get to create. I, <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, he said in this opening, you know, let this be an invitation. You know, use what's helpful. Let go of the rest. It could be a reminder you know, rather than new ideas, and it's absolutely true, this is a real reminder for me to do just that, to allow myself to do just that, because I am always doing. So we are on the first area of thought, and it's called Everyone is a Creator. Those who do not engage in the traditional arts might be wary of calling themselves artists, They might perceive creativity as something extraordinary or beyond their capabilities, a calling for the special few who are born with these gifts. You know this is true. You know that taking art class, you felt like you weren't as good as the other kids who were really good at art and there's no point pursuing it because you don't have those really wonderful techniques down like the rest of them and so you don't even bother trying because you think well you know the teachers really loving and appreciating that one student who's doing everything as they're meant to uh, doing the mic just flopped down, doing everything as, as the teachers expecting them to, rather than those who are expressing themselves differently. So fortunately, and back to the reading, fortunately this is not the case, that you know, a calling for the special few who are born with these gifts. Creativity is not a rare ability, it is not difficult to access. Creativity is a fundamental aspect of being human. It's our birthright and it's for all of us. Creativity doesn't exclusively relate to making art. We all engage in this act on a daily basis. To create is to bring something into existence that wasn't there before. It could be a conversation, the solution to a problem, a note to a friend, the rearrangement of furniture in a room, a new route home to avoid a traffic jam. What you make doesn't have to be witnessed, recorded, sold or encased in glass for it to be a work of art. Through the ordinary state of being, we are already creators in the most profound way, creating our experience of reality And composing the world we perceive. It's so true. I think when I try and have these conversations with people about being creative and how we are creating our reality. They find it really bizarre because the idea of them having that kind of agency over their lives is too woo-woo. And so they immediately shut down. So, like, trying to get into this creative talk with them is too difficult. Back to the reading. In each moment, we are immersed in a field of undifferentiated matter from which our senses gather bits of information. The outside universe we perceive doesn't exist as such. Through a series of electrical and chemical reactions, we generate a reality internally We create forests and oceans, warmth and cold, we read words, hear voices and form interpretations. Then, in an instant, we produce a response, all of this in a world of our own creation. Regardless of whether or not we are formally making art, we are all living as artists. We perceive, filter and collect data, then curate an experience for ourselves and others based on this information set. Whether we do this consciously or unconsciously by the mere fact of being alive, we are active participants in the ongoing process of creation. To live as an artist is a way of being in the world, a way of perceiving, a practice of paying attention, refining our sensitivity to tune into the more subtle notes, looking for what Draws us in and what pushes us away. Noticing what feeling tones arise and where they lead. Attuned choice by attuned choice. Your entire life is a form of self-expression. You exist as a creative being in a creative universe. A single work of art. Ooh, um, I'm, I'm going to just... Just riff off of that because there's a there's a wonderful like uh, uh, like a bookmark, like a you know like a ribbon thing. I love that and it's black. You are you exist as a creative being in a creative universe, a singular work of art. I, I can't help but feel a little bit emotional when I read that because I think that if we were cherished as children then we would be cherishing as parents and if our parents were cherished as children then they would be cherishing to us as their children I basically said the same thing just sort of inverted it to make it less accusatory because it can feel a little bit that way where we tend to blame but it's true and for us to think of ourselves as singular works of art like we'd really have to see ourselves or think of ourselves as worthy of being cherished and I think there's things that end up getting in the way of us feeling like we are these singular works of art you know being created through self-expression and so connected and entwined with creative forces and the universe and everything else. I will carry on the reading and reviewing as we go along and I will have conversations with people on and off the mic about this um but thank you for listening this far on um, thus far on life vocabulary i'm going to take this off the air now and continue on patreon but i'll be back for more on life vocabulary so i'll hear from you soon